Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Hey guys, today Dan and I are going to be discussing together the topic of specializing in one style over the other, for example, ballroom or Latin or even smooth or rhythm. So as we all see at competitions, all the professionals or or amateurs, most amateurs only dance one style, Latin, standard, smooth, or rhythm. And sometimes we see the 10 dancers. And sometimes I'm sure I asked myself, how do they pick a style over the other style? I'm from different uh, interviews that I've heard. For example, Zagaruchinka, I think she was talking about she picked Latin because, well, first she was better in it than standard and because of financial issues. So I feel like that's one of the biggest uh, reasons why people pick styles is because of financial issues. They can't just afford lessons for both styles. Um, another reason, basically, they like the style more or they're better in the style. Ricky, what would you say are some other reasons why people pick styles over each other? I mean, obviously, I think probably the biggest reason that I've experienced with other couples just talking to them is that they genuinely just like one style more. Nine out of 10 times, people end up choosing Latin, usually from a young age, actually. And when I'm teaching young students, I ask them, which one do you like more? Nine out of 10 kids are going to tell me that they like Latin more, usually just because it's faster, it's more exciting, it's more fun for them, which I completely don't blame them. I love Latin and I think it's super fun and amazing as well. I love watching it. Um, I think another reason that doesn't really get talked about quite as much is that very often, sometimes from a young age or from junior or even youth, you will hear coaches, judges, other people, your parents tell you that you are suited to one style more than the other. Yes, and that yes. has nothing to do with whether you like one style more, whether you enjoy it, whether you have financial issues and you can only do one. Um, you just start hearing, oh, you're built for Latin or, oh, you would make an amazing standard dancer, which kind of just plants ideas in our heads that we didn't put there ourselves. Um, and that I think that's another reason why when kids hear that, especially if you're hearing it from a young age, they will start to believe that I can only be successful in Latin or I can only be good in standard because I'm tall and skinny and I'm not short enough and have enough speed and inertia to be good at Latin, um, which I think is actually kind of a it's kind of a sad reason to stop one style because I think you should you should always do whatever makes you happy. Whatever you want to do, you should be doing. But I also think that's another huge reason why um, couples, especially starting from junior and youth age, will just completely give up on one style because they, they truly believe they can only be good at one style based on what maybe their parents and coaches are telling them. I personally also think that you should stay, if you're doing dance dance, stay in 10 dance as long as possible if you're not forced into a different style because I just think you learn way more from 10 dance, just not even dance-wise. As we talked about before, dance changes our lives, builds our characteristics and everything, builds our character, builds us as people, builds our mindsets. Latin and standard, in my opinion, have different mindsets. I have a different mindset for Latin and a different mindset for uh, standards. 
and the different mindset for smooth, completely different mindset. Now it doesn't even look like Latin or standards. Um, but would you say what's an age where it's so like okay to pick a style at? I mean, I think for me, I've always loved 10 dance. And if you asked me when I was junior one, even, which I want to say I was like 12, my mom would ask me, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you want to achieve in dancing? I would always tell her, I want to be the world 10 dance champion. Unfortunately, we don't really see a lot of examples of world 10 dance champions. If you look at decades ago, even from the Marcus and Karen era, all of them did both standard in Latin at a high level in amateur, um, which is actually, I think it's wonderful when you go back and watch those videos and you see Marcus and Karen Hilton dancing Latin together. On the one side, it's very amusing because you could even never imagine them dancing Latin, especially if you're more like our generation, you only know them for standard. Um, but it shows you that at that time, very, very high level dancers were still pursuing 10 dance. And I think as time passed, people only saw them at their end age. So if we're talking about Marcus and Karen, world champion, world professional ballroom champion, world professional Blackpool champion, however many times, obviously legends and icons. And as we're growing up, we just see them in that light and see them when they were only dancing standard. And we see in our time, Julian Ricardo only dancing Latin, our minds kind of process that, okay, we have to choose. And I always, always dreaded that decision for years. I think I was about junior two when I realized I can't be world 10 dance champion. At this point, at this day and age, you either have to do Latin or standard because you cannot be the best at both because everybody has chosen, everybody has specialized. And when I was junior two, basically that was a very sad moment for me because I didn't want to stop doing either. Um, I, like you said before, people would always tell me, do 10 dance as long as possible. But other people would tell me, I would go to a standard lesson, they would say, you are going to make an amazing standard dancer. You were built for standard. I would go to a Latin seminar or have a coach with a guest Latin coach. And they would tell, they wouldn't even know that I dance standard. They would think that I've only been doing Latin for years. And like, you're an amazing Latin dancer. I can't wait to see you at the top. And it's like, in my back of my mind, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to choose to do Latin. Like, and then in the standards, like, oh, but I love Latin so much. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So if we're talking about an appropriate age, I don't think there's any one age. I think when you discover one that you like more or one that you're naturally suited for that you agree with that you want to pursue, you can make that decision. If it were me and I had a couple, I would tell them stay in 10 dance as long as physically possible until you are unable to keep up with the results you would like to see in each category. A lot of time we see 10 dancers who love 10 dance and they're amazing at one style and they're not achieving even similar results in the other style. For me, that would be a problem. I would just see that and be like, okay, I'm gonna do this style. Unfortunately for me, I would always be going back and forth. Great results in standard. Then I would have great results in Latin. It would kind of be teetering, kind of depending on my partnership, my age, my experience. So it was very, very hard for me to choose one. Um, but I think definitely when you get to amateur, the amateur level, 
you should have already chosen and before amateur comes under 21. So I think in my opinion, under 21 is probably the oldest age category I would go to let myself do 10 dance. Um, when I was 16, I was dancing under 21 and amateur 10 dance. But then again, I wasn't 20 in my last year of under 21. I was 16. I still had quite a bit to go before I yeah. hit that amateur only stage where I'm at right now. My partner's 21, so we can't dance under 21 anymore. We are full amateurs. So as of now, yes, I'm specializing just in one style, but I think under 21 youth teetering under 21, you should have at least a strong idea and should probably realize that eventually you're going to need to make a decision because once you get to amateur, it is almost impossible to be the best at both styles on a national level or even a worldly level because your competitors are putting in the same amount of hours as you just into one style instead of two. Yes. Uh, something that I just remember, remembered real quick. Uh, some people have issues picking a style that they, when they, once they reach a point that they actually have to pick a style, they have issues because they realize how much money and time was spent on the other style. And they kind of feel bad for quitting that style. I think you have to realize mm -hmm. that if you don't pick a style, you're going to waste even more money and even more time. And you didn't really waste that money and time. You have that knowledge. You can teach now okay. that style. And I'm sure you've obtained some knowledge that you can use just in like, again, back in your, in your life. So not really that money and time was not just thrown away when you pick one style. Mm -hmm. you, you're still using that knowledge <clears throat> you're still using that knowledge you're still using um everything that you gained from there not everything but some information but yeah that's oh, pretty much it yeah, i oh. think that's a very good uh psychological point which happens with a lot of dancers when you feel like you feel bad for stopping one style um i heard something in a youtube video the other day that was like you shouldn't continue to do something that is Don't not want. um not necessarily you don't want, because like in my case, I still wanted to do both, okay. but I knew doing both could no longer help my life and my dancing career go in the direction that I want. Okay. You shouldn't keep doing that just because you spent so much time and energy doing it. And that I can feel like for a lot of people can have guilt because like, oh my God, I spent so much time and energy. I don't want to quit. But you have to understand, like you said, that has served you. It has served you well. It has brought you joy. You have learned so much. And even though you're letting go of it, you have to understand that it's still part of you. It's not like it never happened and you can still use everything you got out of it to help you in your future. Yes, most definitely. So that's pretty much it. I would say that's our views on how... Um on the whole picking a style discussion and topic. Yeah, yeah guys, let, let us know um, if you've already picked a style. Why did you pick that style? And when did you pick that style? Those two questions. So definitely let, let us know. Comments, DMs. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys.